pre-record. Welcome, Jonathan. It's a pleasure to have you on the podcast, Entrepreneurs, Business, and Finance, where we have casual conversations with uh, uh, folks that I think are interesting. Hey, well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So we uh, we do work together, and I know that you're um, a real smart guy, and I know that you're in um, uh, oil and gas with a focus on um, mineral properties. Uh, what uh, what led you to um, to get into oil and gas? Well, uh, let's see. I, I got into oil and gas back in 2016 when my brother-in-law was buying in the Appalachian Basin of West Virginia. Uh, you know, he was needing some help. Um, reaching out to mineral owners, seeing if they'd like to sell um, as he was buying for a larger outfit at the time. Uh, you know, I'd wanted to get into the space for a while, really didn't have a, a good entry. So this was a nice little segue into the industry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's uh, a really good segue into the industry. We have someone you can trust and count on. And um, right. so one of the things I'm, uh, I'm impressed with is that you, uh, really are able to do a lot of in-depth analysis uh, in uh, different areas and different properties and different drilling and really everything to do with oil and gas and, and owning mineral properties. And it's not an easy thing to uh, to learn. You're definitely an entrepreneur and a, and a self-starter, the title of our uh, podcast, Entrepreneur's Business and Finance. So uh, you fit right in there. What, um, you know, what, what do you find interesting about it and how did you how did you learn that how did you um, figure that out yeah so uh you know luckily i um uh, you know great in mathematics and problem solving uh which really helped me whenever kind of branched off on our own because previously you know we were buying for a larger outfit that would give you a nice pretty map with pricing and it was very easy to acquire minerals however i was not privy to you know, how they came about targeting an area and coming up with pricing. So that that was a little growing pains whenever I jumped off on my own. Uh, so I really took it upon myself to figure out, you know, the when, where, and why reasoning of an acquisition strategy. Uh, you know, really need to get into, you know, the corporation commissions and get familiar with the states that I was acquiring in to really see the process of, you know, how an operator gets approved to drill a well and, uh trying to find as much data as I can. Uh, what really dawned on me was, you know, you really need to know the well performance of an area. Uh, so, you know, doing decline curves, doing PVs, really figuring out what these operators are doing in a general area. So, you know, over, I'd say over, you know, the better part of a decade, I've been kind of fine tuning a, an evaluation model that I built uh, that really kind of helps streamline the acquisition process. Um, so I'm really fascinated with just, you know, how even just a couple of miles away, you know, a, a similar well can just be drastically different and by a different operator. And also, that's uh, really what's led me to you know, really sink my teeth into figuring out who the top tier operators are, where the best areas are, and certain depths and all the stuff in between. For those of you that don't know, um, mineral properties are the property that you own underground that oil and gas is uh, drilled from, and you get a royalty when you do that. Um, there's so many parts of the oil and gas business. There's delivery to petrochemical camp, uh, plants, which make things that we use every day, like probably this computer and, and microphone has oil and gas in it. There's pipelines, there's drilling. And so we're kind of, when you acquire minerals, what would you say? We're on the, you know, definitely on the upstream part 
but it's an interesting niche because we're not actually, we're more uh, akin to perhaps real estate investors than, um, than actual, uh, you know, someone that's going to go out there with an oil rig and, and or get natural gas rig and drill a well. Yeah. Um, and um, do you, um, I know you do some long, long spreadsheets. Uh, how did you learn to, uh, I think you did have some computer experience in college, but a lot of people find that intimidating to use the different types of softwares and the different types of spreadsheets and different types of math. And so I guess that was just your background and your acumen and something that you've enjoyed. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've had experience in AutoCAD and all, um, there are some similarities there, um, you know, in the oil and gas industry. However, it's just more of a, maybe more a, a technical approach to figuring out how to, you know, get into an Excel spreadsheet and really manipulate it how you need um, to get a good outcome, if you will. Right, right, right. What do you see uh, the future of uh, oil and gas? I am um, 1,500 years. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I I see oil and gas being around for a long time. You know, I know we want to go to the um, renewable energies and all. Um, however, oil and gas is, is dominant here. Um, I don't see that changing for quite a while. And with the advancements in drilling, um, you know, they're able to recover a lot more oil and gas uh, from a typical well as opposed to, you know, even... You know, jump back 20 years ago. I mean, a single well back then. I mean, it could take you know five five years, uh, you know, five wells 20 years ago to do what one well could do today. I can see that being the case for you know five ten years from now. Um, you know, every year we're getting a little more efficient with our drilling. We know, all right, this general area has this porosity X, Y, and Z. Uh, so the recovery factor of what they're able to actually pull out um, under the ground is just exponentially going up. So uh, with a new baby, uh, recently I know that you see a long uh, future in oil and gas, and I, and I think I do too. And while there's good things to uh, be done with um, some of the green uh, energies, it's uh, it's 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 still going to have a big need for really the foreseeable future and. Uh, maybe forever. And so some of the things that are being done is they're uh, being careful with uh, the wells and uh, emissions from the wells and gas emissions. So things continue to get better and cleaner within the oil and gas industry. And as you say, when you drill a well, if you get more oil and gas up, that means fewer wells. That means right. more efficiency. Uh, that means better right. for, the, for the world and um, for the country. And of course, you're located in uh, Fort Worth, so you're in the Mecca, Texas, and not far from Oklahoma and Louisiana, the Mecca of the Onshore U.S. Um, production. I guess that's just happened. You just happen to be here. <laughs> be here. Yeah, been, been in Fort Worth for a long time. I mean, fifth generation Fort Worthian. Uh, you know, there's deep roots in the oil and gas industry here in Fort Worth. Yeah, that's pretty neat. You don't hear uh, fifth generation uh, that often anymore. Which is okay because we like the new people coming, but I also like to hear uh, fifth generation. Right. Well, we wish you all the luck, and uh, it's a pleasure having you on the show. And uh, um, Jonathan Ringler, folks, thanks for coming on board. Thanks yeah. for coming on the show. I mean, yep. Thanks so much.
Bye.